do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may be able to prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12.2 This is Resistance and Reformation on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. When William Henry Playfair was born in 1790, the city of Edinburgh was widely known as Old Reeky. By the time he died 67 years later, the city had become the Athens of the North and thus earned the moniker Old Greeky. The transformation from a poor, decrepit, and filthy medieval backwater into a prosperous, gleaming, modern metropolis owed much to his work. Now, to be sure, the Scottish Enlightenment during the last decades of the 18th century and the first decades of the 19th saw a galaxy of brilliant thinkers, writers, artists, scientists, inventors, and reformers advance to the forefront of the world's stage. It was an august assemblage. David Hume and Adam Smith, James Watt and Thomas Bruce, James Boswell and Walter Scott, Robert Adam and Thomas Carlyle, James Craig and Henry Dundas, John McAdam and Hugh Miller, Jane Porter and Tobias Smollett, David Welch and Robert Murray McShane, Horatius Bonar, and of course, Thomas Chalmers. But it was Playfair who built the buildings they worked in, taught in, wrote in, worshipped in, and played in. It was Playfair who created the iconic architecture that transformed Old Reeky into Old Greeky. Aside from the ancient landmarks along the city center's Royal Mile with Edinburgh Castle at the top and Holyrood Palace at the bottom and Giles Kirk and Midlothian in between, virtually all of the rest of Edinburgh's great civic institutions, monuments, and memorials were designed by Playfair. He was born into an influential Scottish family, then living in London. His father was a successful architect. One of his uncles was a renowned mathematician. Another uncle was a pioneering industrial engineer. Playfair studied classics, theology, history, and architecture at the University of Edinburgh. Then, after a brief internship, he launched a private architectural practice. In the heady, exultant days immediately following the Napoleonic Wars, long delaying the building projects in the city, now they abounded throughout Britain and in Edinburgh. Lord Elgin's recovery of hundreds of antiquities from the neglected rubble of the Athenian Acropolis had sparked a renewed interest in classical architecture and aesthetics. In London, several Neo-Gothic buildings were undertaken. In Glasgow, developers looked to Vitruvian Romanesque standards, but Playfair was most fascinated by the classical order's 
of Greece's golden age. His first commission was to complete the academic buildings for the old college of the University of Edinburgh, Originally designed by Robert Adam in a Neo-Palladian style, the project remained unfinished after more than two decades due to war shortages, a lack of funding, and a lack of manpower. Playfair reimagined the facade as a magnificent Doric agora. The resulting construction was acclaimed as a popular triumph his reinvigorated Greek revival styling suddenly became de rigueur throughout the city, and Playfair's career success was now assured. Afterward, a host of important commissions made him one of the busiest architects in the world, and not surprisingly, one of the most imitated his classical designs for the National Gallery of Scotland, the Royal College of Surgeons, and Donaldson's College completely remade Edinburgh's landscape. When the city trustees determined to develop Calton Hill, bookending Newtown with the Castle Mound, they chose Playfair to design the city observatory, the Parthenon-like National Monument, and the stunningly beautiful Dugald Stewart Memorial. They also called on him to lay out extensions to the Newtown neighborhood with the Royal Terrace and the Royal Circus. His own favorite projects included designs for St. Stephen's Parish Church and the Free Church's New College a faithful and devout member of the Free Kirk, and a friend and confidant of Thomas Chalmers, Playfair relished the opportunity to use his creative gifts and his great influence for the sake of the gospel. The classical details of the new college building were particularly noteworthy. Its two winged gables perfectly framed the soaring spire of the Tollbooth Church just behind. Its courtyard and grand double entrance opened to the vista of the Princess Street Gardens below the Castle Mound, and its innovative lecture hall was capacious enough to accommodate the devolved Scottish Parliament for many years. It proved to be the ideal setting for training generations of pastors, missionaries, and theologians following the disruption of 1843. It was Winston Churchill, almost a century later, then serving as the parliamentary representative for the Scottish constituency of Dundee, who quipped, We shape our buildings. Afterwards, our buildings shape us. William Henry Playfair shaped the buildings that shaped a city, that shaped an epic, and that continue to shape a legacy. He boldly resisted the status quo of old Riki and ushered in an aesthetic reformation that earned for Edinburgh the title, The Athens of the North. Resistance and Reformation Indeed. I'm George Grant on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. For more information and for resources, go to georgegrant.net 
or adoringgod.org.